Wow, amazing, huh? Boy, hey, just take a deep breath. Growl ah. mm, a little bit. Mm. Shake, off, shake off the world. Shake off the world's dust. Thank you, Jesus. You know, so, so, many, so many things can, can stick to our, amen. So many things can stick to our um, spirits throughout the day. And we don't even know what it is until we come in and we just feel like, huh, you know. But what a place to come. And then God can release us from those things that, you know, we know can just be a hindrance. So, amen. So this uh, class is class number 10. And good evening to all of you. And what an amazing um, Bible semester it's been for all of those who've been participating in it. And those who have missed the classes, we're praying for you. Amen. Um, we are thinking that what we will do in class number 13 is we're going to go down to our restaurant here and we're going to have a little table Bible college class for our last class. So it's going to be a little different than you sitting in the classroom. So it's a slash celebration, you know, a, a thought, you know, for our last class and, and really just want to uh, kind of review our past classes a little bit. Just have some talk about that, right? What you might have learned from it what you might want to share about some of the things you've heard and um, just have some good fellowship in that class. So you really got two classes left here where, you know, I'm going to really just bear down a little bit and just really go into scriptures tonight, really go into uh, the life of a man. I think that we really want to pay attention to in our study this evening. And so if you want to turn to your Bibles, uh, John chapter one, and we all we all know who this this great man is that was written, you know, and was spoken about that was gonna be a witness for Christ, right? And that's the subject for our class tonight, you know, a witness for Christ. Isn't that isn't that isn't that a good right? A witness for Christ. So in John chapter one. Um, verse 6 and this is amazing where it starts off and it says there was a man like that right uh, sent from God whose name was John right and uh, verse 7 it says this man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe and in verse 8 he was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. And in verse 9, that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. Isn't that amazing? Right? Like, Amen. you know, God, God doesn't do nothing without revealing uh, to the messenger, right? Or some say the prophet before it happens. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That, like we, we have God here speaking in John. Uh, in the beginning uh, was the Word. The Word was with God and God was the Word. Um, and all in the beginning came through who? God, right? Everything. Everything. So in this appointment, 
God says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call a man um, chose, chosen by the Trinity, Father, Son, and the Spirit from the beginning to really uh, come and reveal uh, what he needs to speak before men, right? Uh, we could say a messenger. Uh, he was a messenger to who? To the people. To the people. And who were those people? The Jews, right? And Israel. But he also made note in John chapter 1, right? Verse 15, that he was not he who was coming, just as was mentioned here in uh, John chapter 6, that he was the one that was going to be coming to bear witness of someone that was before him, right? Isn't that good? He says, uh, he came before me, but I am not he. And he's also the one that is coming when? After me. What an amazing statement that is, right? The man of God knew his place uh, and knew what his purpose was for coming and how he would present the message to Israel that he's not the God, right? But he's the one that's bringing the message. I think that's amazing this evening. Like, you know, there's a reason for uh, this because God gave a word to his man of God before he was coming. That's, that's powerful, isn't it? Like before God was coming, in the beginning, he gave this message to the messenger. And the messenger is all he's supposed to do is do what? Deliver a message. Boy, that is so good. That's why it's so good being a witness for God, right? You know, a witness for Christ. Because God says, you know, I'll go back here in this verse, uh, John chapter 1, verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was Carl. Or there is a man sent from God, his name is Danny. Isn't that good? Like how you can just put your name here because you are believers, which means gives you that priesthood as a witness for Christ being sent by almighty God. And now he was before, right? And he's coming after, but I am not he. Boy, that's good. That's very humbling, right? Is that we see God speaking to a man just like he's speaking to us. And I'll tell you the truth, you know, of all who ever lived, none is greater than John the Baptist, right? Yet even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is none greater than he is. And in Matthew's chapter 11, it's an awesome statement here. I love that. Um, somebody has that verse, they want to pull it up or I'll pull it up. I'm, I'm in the teaching mood tonight. Boy, Matthew chapter 11, verse 9, it says, What did you uh, go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. Isn't that good? How about being more than a prophet? Jesus is saying he is more than a prophet, right? And I say to you, um, he of whom it is written, behold, I like that. He says, I send my messenger, right, before your face. Like, I love how God is speaking here. Like, before anything happens, 
God reveals his message to his messenger right before people's faces so that they can see the fact is that God is speaking and you know you just walked in the door say what are you a prophet right you know knew you were coming amen what a beautiful way to enter in to a message tonight as you walked in the door right like who reveals these things to us so that as we are out and about you know being a messenger Jesus Christ is speaking for, uh, through us the message, right? So he calls us, and I love that how he did that with John, and that's, that's a great man. I just think there's no greater in this story, right? Uh, he's spoken about in all four of the Gospels. It's amazing, right? And it's amazing witness and teacher evangelist for Christ. That's what I want to say about this person. Imagine having those offices. You know, and uh, his role, uh, Danny, he came to clear the way for Jesus to come. Right. Amen. You know, John one, uh, verse 22. And he declared the way he's that his he was coming. So here is the message that he put together in this whole ministry in John one eighteen, Right. And then he got out of the way when Jesus came. John chapter 1, verse 29. Isn't that good? It's lovely stuff, isn't it? It's just amazing how his role was pretty unique and simple that all he had to do was be a mouthpiece and a voice for Christ. Amen. Amen. A witness for God. And I was thinking this week about witnessing the people. All this week, how many people that don't know the way of the cross. Think about that. How many people, right, they are faithless. They are hopeless. They are lost. And God sends us to bear witness of that light that came into the world and is coming again. Sent you and I. Right? We are the salt and the light of the world. And the only way people will know where to see this light is in you and through you. Right? We are salty people, right? We don't lose our savior because we are the salt of the earth that's actually preserving this earth right now and it's holding back God's judgment from coming until his messengers or his witnesses go forth and proclaim the kingdom is coming. Isn't that good? People say, why is God not coming yet? Because we are here. The salt of the earth is keeping everything salty. Amen? Amen. And it can't lose its Savior because why? We have a word that preserves our life. We have a word that preserves people's lives. Right? We have a life-transforming power inside of us that gives us the energy to be able to witness the power of God to people and people be transformed. That's, a, that's incredible. Right? So, you know, I believe there is no greater time in our history to prepare people's hearts to be ready to meet the Lord. We are the voice in the wilderness crying out in the streets of Wilmington, Delaware, right? Crying out in the world that Jesus is coming. John 1, he's coming, right? Make straight the way of the Lord. What does this mean? That we are good pointers, to the one 
is coming. I am not he. Even though I was in the wilderness and there was 5,000, 10,000 at one time being baptized and repenting, right? And being taught the message of salvation and being born again. But I am not he because I draw crowds. People come to hear me speak. People come to see me burn, right? And I am not the one, right? Well, who is he, right? Who is he that's coming? He is the son of God, right? He's coming in John chapter one, verse 14, as the man in the flesh, and he's gonna dwell among us. Wow, and you will know him because you will see him uh, in the, the, uh, the angels descending on him, the spirit descending on him like a dove, and that will be the one that's coming, Jesus Christ. Yes, that's what he's doing, right? How's he coming back? The same way he went up. <laughs> Amen, right? He's coming back, right? Because we know he went up. And he's coming back again. And when he comes back again, you will know that it is Christ that's coming because he said it to us already through the message. Didn't he, Jerry? He gave us a word. He gave us a promise. And he gave us faith to believe it. Boy, that's oh, That is so key. Right? Do I believe these things that I heard he's him saying from the preacher, right? From the teachers, from the prophets, from the evangelists, all those who have a message whose name was called by God that was sent to reveal this light that was coming, that if men believe in this name, Jesus Christ, they shall be what? Saved. Shall be saved. Wow. Shall be saved. Just believe on his name, Jesus Christ, in your heart, Amen. and you will be saved Hallelujah. from the penalty of sin, hell, death, the grave. Right. Yeah. I send someone before you. Yes, John understood what his call was to bear witness of the light that was coming into the world, and he made full proof of his ministry. That's key right there, right? He wasn't a sometimey, uh, what we call, we could say Baptocostal preacher. Let's use that. <laughs> yeah, we call him John the Baptist, right? And John the Baptist, he wasn't a part-time John, you know, Baptist preacher. He was full-time. He was all the time preaching the gospel, right? Even unto what? Death. Herod killed him. They said, Herod will kill you if you continue to <laughs> proclaim this message or preach this message. He said, so, so let it be, O king. Mm. <clears throat> wow. Powerful. Amazing, isn't it? Got to go forth, right? That's full proof, full proof of the ministry that we've been given through grace, right? By faith that we have received in 1 John, I'm sorry, in John um, 1, 16, we have received a fullness of grace to even die, right? In the call of God, right? In the ministry, amen? And that's good, huh? So, you know, I feel the same way today. We are a witness for Christ. We have a message. One is coming again. 
and we're not holding back our message. We're not holding back, right? We're going to give it everything that we have to make foolproof our ministries or our calls because we sense that the call of God that sent us is speaking to us louder today, right? Go bear light. Go bear, be a witness uh, to the people. Let them know that I'm coming. I'm coming back. Wow, right? There's, there's no more time to uh, waste around, you know, wandering and worrying about this life, but we have to be ready and be prepared for the next one to come. Praise the Lord. We are all so grown in to get out of this place here, what we call sin and death, right? This body, right, that groans and yearns for our Savior to come back to meet us. And he's now saying to his messengers, I am coming, right? And you will see me in the cloud. And that is our message to proclaim, pointing people to the Christ whom we serve, whom we yearn to see, that we want many sons and daughters to come to know Christ as possible, even to our own death, right? Why? Because grace makes our ministry foolproof. It does, right? It's the same thing uh, we feel while well, we have a message for our churches. We have a message for our families. This is Thanksgiving. This is Christmas. This is all of the seasons that families are well known to get together and have when we come to a celebration, a feast, right? And this is the time we bring in Christ to our tables so that we can now bring the message that you've been given by the messenger Amen. to tell someone how good God is, right? If we never spoke at our dinner, at our Christmas tables and Thanksgiving tables, this is a good time to get thrown out of the houses, right? Bring the Lord Jesus Christ to your tables this year. This could be your last Thanksgiving and your last Christmas or a son or daughter or mother or father could be facing hell when we have a word and we have the message and we're the salt and now we dull out. We dull out. Christ wants bold witnesses. That's why John was one of the greatest that he picked because he was a mouthpiece that the Lord knew that wasn't going to back off, shut up, quit, sit down for nobody, but he was going to preach the gospel because it bore witness with the Spirit and the Holy Spirit that who sent him, it was God himself. Wow. When we get that kind of witness in our spirit and in our hearts, what can shut us down from speaking the truth to those who are dead, you know, and sin, trespassed against God? Nothing. Nothing. Right? We're not afraid. We're not ashamed of the gospel. Right? Because we have a witness. That's right. Yes. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life that you are a believer. And because you are a believer, you have been sent and called by God. Yeah, boy, you didn't know that, huh? You enlisted literally in an army for the kingdom against the kingdom of darkness to proclaim this message. But we have all of everything back in us to go out into this world, right? That Christ has given us to say what we need to say, right? Yes. We have a voice. Amen. And then we also have a finger where we can point to Christ. He's coming. I am not he, but there's one coming 
And he is uh, greater than I am. Praise the Lord, right? Hallelujah, boy. Mike, God is speaking to us, boy. So we have a message to the lost that now is time to get salty. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's time to be a little confrontational, maybe, right? Confrontational evangelism is necessary sometimes, right? You, they wanna, don't want to hear the message. Well, hey, uh, we're going to get a little down to the nitty gritty and try to snatch some people out of the fire, right, in James. Because, hey, sometimes they just uh, need a little nudge, right? They need a little, mm. Because sometimes, you know, it would be nice if you don't, well, don't worry, you don't have to know Jesus. Maybe, maybe later you'll know him. But who's guaranteed tomorrow? Or today, right? I hear so many people making plans to do this and do that. And, and I say, well, have you planned to meet Jesus Christ yet? Oh, no, no, don't worry about that. No, oh, don't worry about that. No, you need to be more worried about that Amen. than you are tomorrow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because the model is not promised. Because it's not promised, then I need to be thinking on those things that I can bear witness with today in my spirit that Christ could come right now at any moment or any second and he should be my focus and my priority and my point to the whole world that Jesus is coming and he's near now more than ever. Because see, 2,000 years ago has went by and people said, well, he didn't come 2,000, that means we're 2,000 years closer than we were before so you and I could very well see the rapture tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you ready? Bless the Lord. Are you ready to tell somebody or are you still thinking about the festivities around everything but the baby? Mm. The one that sent you. The one that who gave you. The one who kept you living. The one who uh, kept our families. The one who kept everything because you are the salt in the light of the world. You've been preserved for this cause. Amen? Amen. So we keep pointing the people to Christ. We have a message because we have a word. Write that down. That's a good one. We have a message because we have a word. We have a message because we have the heart of God. Right? We are men and women after God's own heart. Just like God said to David, didn't he? He's a man after my own heart, right? We are people who is a heart of God and we have a message and we have a word in it, right? We have the spirit of God that bears witness that we are from God and God is behind the message. Amen. Boy, that's a good one, isn't it? You like that one, huh? We are from God, set from God. We have the spirit of God that bears witness that we are from God and God is behind our message. You can't get no better than that. You can't get any better than that this evening, right? Yes. And when we have a, a, a world that is in chaos and cities ruined and fear and truth falling in the streets, God is behind, right? And, and he's allowing it all. He's allowing it all because he knows all things. And he knows that sooner or later, there's going to be a cry out, Pastor Jerry, where can I find the Lord? Where can I put my trust in? Who can I talk to about this goodness of God? I need help. And you're going to be there, right? 
you'll be there to show them behind all of the fallen things in the world that God told us about that was going to happen. These things were going to happen first. And then Jesus says he's uh, going to come. But you got time, right? And because you got time, hey, now we want to be able to be ready. Right. right? When we see these things happening, we must send out the message to warn the people. Jesus is coming. See these things. Amen. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Matthews 24, right? Three, when you see these things happening, we must warn the people. Earthquakes, dire places, rumors of wars, right? Pestilence. Mm. You know, you see all of a sudden food chains and stuff being backed up. They're calling it a lot of things to throw people off. Oh, it'll break through. It'll break through. No, folks. This starvation's coming. Yes. Things are coming. That's right. Amen. Amen. It's here. Wake up. Blow the horn to people. Don't be afraid of what they're going to say. You know? It's Jesus giving us. He says, you still got time. I won't put you through the tribulation, but there will be sorrows and then the end. So it's not even the end yet. This is the beginning. And God says, my messengers, my people who's been called by my name, where are you? Let's stand up. Let's have a voice in the wilderness. Let's have a voice in our churches. Let's have a voice in our families. Let's have a voice to the lost, dying world. Let's not let them sit there and pray that you make it like I made it. What kind of witness would that be? <laughs> hey, brother, you got to make it like I did. You got to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. You know, I hope you find the Lord like I found him. God didn't send no witnesses like that. God sent foolproof ministry witnesses, right? Full of grace, grace, life, and truth. And it can't help but to overflow because of the joy of the Lord that's in us. It can't stop the message. And if the message is being stopped, then there's probably need to be some filling from the Holy Spirit to witness. You need the power. You need to plug into something, right? The word of God, right? The word of truth, the word of life. And recharge me, Lord, because... Time is, is running out. And I need to be a witness for those who I love. Right? Because you first love me. And because you love me first, I love you. And I love the things you love and those people. Right? That you came to die for. So, you know, we see that we must uh, warn the people to be ready. Uh, turn hearts to God. Turn uh, people from their wicked ways. Right? And um, so that they can follow the way of truth. Amen. And when we speak to people with our message, they have to agree with our message. They come into an agreement with God. Amos 3.3. When they hear our message, right, some arose, and their hearts are pricked by the Spirit, they have to come into an agreement with the message that we have. Right? Because why? That's what the message that we have do when we speak the word of God. It come in and changes hearts. Right? That's why we're here tonight. Because the message touched our heart. Somebody shared a word with us. And then we believed on Jesus Christ. Right? Romans chapter 10 verse 14. How can they hear without what? Without a preacher's sin. 
And you all have been called and been given gifts and offices and you've been sent to speak a word to those that needs to hear a voice <laughs> crying out. Amen. Amen. Crying out for their souls. Amen. More concerned about the loss. Not everything else that's going on in the world that's passing away, but the things of Christ that is going to remain is eternal life. Right? That gives them a future. That gives people a hope. Not the, not, not the other things, people. Let's go higher than what we've always been accustomed to. Let's go higher than the curse of the world that passed down from generation and say, this is good. You know, partake in the evil. Partake in all of the festivities and just don't bring in Christ in it. And it's evil against God. I want to be an effective witness, powerful witness, you know, all knowing the one that has all power to give life and to take life. Wow. And have reverence and respect for him. Right. Honest fear before the Lord. Very healthy. That draws me near to Christ where I don't run away from truth and begin to live in a lie that's fallen in the street. Lies. Satan is lying right now. Do good things, but don't tell people about the real truth. And you should go to heaven. No, no, it's a lie. They can't make it without the truth of the gospel, right? You must believe on Christ. Salvation has come near to your door, right? Even today, harden not your hearts. Praise God. Right? Because we are in agreement with God that uh, they need a savior, we needed a savior. And when that agreement happens based in the message, then all of a sudden there's this unity, there's this oneness, right? In Psalms 133, verse 1, where we walk together like we're doing tonight in fellowship with one another, and we can say, Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And now because he saved, saved me, he's even called me and he says, call that man in Wilmington, Delaware to bear witness of what a sinner he was. What a drug addict, Amen. alcoholic, whatever the case might be. And the light was exposed in darkness and darkness had to leave because light can't Hand, darkness can't handle the light when it shows up. Hey, go be a light in somebody's life. Yeah, all the things they do, don't worry about it. Just show up. <laughs> Amen. Huh? That's what we do, Brother Brian. We just show up, don't we? Huh? We don't go out trying to, you know, win people. We just start showing up, right, Brother Danny? Yes. Hey, 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 right, Brother Kevin? Hey, we just show up, right? These guys are on the doorstep. Come with us, right? Point the way to people. Show people as a witness that you're serious about your God. That they know you know God. Mm. Yeah, because the world right now don't know God's people. Because mm. see, they're blending in with the world and they're trying to play God on one side and they're playing, you know, church on the other. And God says, there's enough of that mess. Uh, I'd rather have you what? Hot or cold? Lukewarm, you make me sick. Revelations, right? And that's what a lot of Believers are doing, they're spewing out a lot of stuff, but it ain't nothing about telling people about God. They're acting like people, 
Right? Right? But they not witness. God, we are uh, we are the church. The only thing that people are gonna see is us, is the light and our mouthpiece that's been given to us to speak the true gospel tonight. Right? It will show people God cares about them. Right? It will show people he is the one that will protect them. It's going to reveal to people uh, he will give them uh, peace and security in times of trouble. Right? John chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. Praise the Lord this evening. Because we have uh, someone who is there uh, protecting us, comforting us, guiding us, and showing us. And in that same security blanket that we have, we can cover somebody else now. Praise the Lord, right? Because love covers a multitude of sins. And we have that light, we have that love, we have that caring, uh, we have that heart of God, where it literally goes out and becomes a blanket over people's lives and covers them. And God is a beautiful thing when God heals a man and brings him up and brings him out of sin, and brings him out of darkness because you have a word this evening, right? Yes. But most of all, someone who will save their souls and give them eternal life and take away their sins, past, present, and future, uh, that's Jesus Christ. Mm. Boy, ain't that good? I am not he. I can't carry your sins. I can, can't even carry mine's. I'm not the sin carrier, the sin barrier. I'm just the man that brings the message of the one who carried your sins, buried your sins, and then he rose again. That's a good one, boy. That was a good one, Brian. Huh? Amen? That's all we are. Praise the Lord. Small job, simple message. Nothing. I don't have to have the whole Bible memorized before I talk to somebody. I got to go to Bible school first before I can witness to somebody. Well, most people will be dead by the time you get done Bible school because Bible school is forever. Yes, amen. That's right. I'm never going to get done Bible school. Uh, I want to wait till I graduate and get my doctor's degree and get my bachelor's degree so I can be a PhD in the pulpit. Glory to God. And Satan will burn your papers right up because when the fire comes and hits you, you'll find out how good the papers he knows. He knows he knows pieces of paper like and he said, Oh, what's that? Doctor so and so, oh, we'll set her trial tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden that thing's going up in smoke. Right? <laughs> this is the life that we live as Christians for real, for real, and we stop playing. With the truth, the truth of God's grace, and we get the message and burn in our hearts so that all of a sudden we pour out. We pour out this message where it doesn't even have to be worked out, it's just poured out. How about that? Because why wow, we're so oversaturated. 30 years in ministry, 35 in ministry. I got people says, I got 30 years in ministry. Well, I'm your soldier boy to the Lord lately. Oh, none over the last 30 years. Wow, whoa, wow. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm, boy. Mm, interesting. Mm, nobody ever got born again? No, but mm, I'm faithful to going to church. You know, I show up. God says, bear fruit. That your fruit remain. It's important. Evangelism 
is extremely important in our lives. If we go away from this class and never learn anything else again, learn that you are a witness for God and is the most important thing you can have in your Christianity besides sitting in a pew and warming up and taking a seat for the dead ones. Right? We're alive in Christ. Amen? We're dead to ourselves. We're alive in Christ. And Christ tonight will give you life if you will want to turn to him and be a witness for Christ. And then all of a sudden, life comes out of you, pouring out of you that others will want to know how blessed you are because now you're blessed. And they'll be blessed because you're blessed. Isn't that good? Yeah. I walk in a store, they're blessed because I walk in their store. Or we go in a restaurant, they're blessed because you right. came in their restaurant. Yeah. Right? You go somewhere, uh, and they're blessed because you're blessed with the light of God and you're pouring out something that they don't have and they become blessed like you and they was like I wish he'd come back and visit me again I love that feller I love that lady right this is God saying get in the front of people all over the place because stuff is falling in the streets and people are losing it and they're going to hell in a handbasket and who will go and speak for me John the Baptist says I will amen I raise my hand Lord I don't speak well right but here I am Use me, right? Uh, even unto death. Have you satisfied that decision in your heart with God yet? Or you're trying to still live forever and ever and ever here and not believe in the promise that's already been set up and secure for you today for being a witness. God says, I got a reward for you. I got a crown laid up for you. Woo! Wow, boy, praise God. Amen. Boy. Man, truly, right? In the last days we're living, the word of God says in John 14, 12, truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. Well, that is good, isn't it? And now watch this. And he says, greater works than these will he do than what Christ did. Like I'm gonna give you more than what I had to do with I was already doing, and you are going to do greater works for the kingdom, right? And Jesus says, because I'm going to go to my father, and whatever I go to my father, and that's in my will, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be done. Are you asking for souls? Fill the room up. Amen. Yeah. Are you asking for your families to be saved? Go talk to them about Jesus. Are you, what are you asking in God's will according to what he did was greater you're going to do greater than he did and if you're going to do greater than what he's did then follow the message right follow the message follow Christ right believe on him and you'll do greater things and then all these other things in Matthew chapter 6 33 will be what added unto you because I add to you the kingdom I've added to you eternal life and all these other things they'll just come along and follow you right miracles will follow you blessings will follow you right peace will follow you I don't have to seek it look for it wonder where it's at how to obtain it how to get it it all follows the man of God or woman of God when he's following Christ and the purpose and the plan that God's called him for is to be a witness for Christ. One thing. Wow. That's what I say to people. You can't read your Bible. Just do one thing. Just talk about Jesus. 
Right? You don't know a scripture? Just tell them how good God is. Amen. Amen. It's, Amen. It's, 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 isn't that something? It's so simple. But if we say nothing because we are ashamed of the gospel, we might need a heart check. Or a heart transplant. Or a plug into somebody's electric box that's got juice that can fire you up and ignite you so that we can get out of this silliness of believing God for one way and then another way over this way. And no mention of your God. Praise God. Hey, I'd rather lose it all than to be over here in the tents with the wickedness and living in their filth and their lies that everything's good. Right? No, God is good. And he's good what? All the time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We have Jesus Christ, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and all of heaven backing us to be a witness for Christ. Imagine that. One time soul gets saved, heaven claps. He said, there we go. There they go. Listen, they're talking about me. Holy Spirit, hey, thank you for prompting them. Holy Spirit, thank you for giving them the appointment. Hey, there's the word, right? And the Father, and they all sitting there, they're backing and clapping for you because you bought eternity out of heaven when the angels could have done this and your pure sinners. Now God gave us the permission to use his name and then all heaven and angels and everything backs us up. Wouldn't you want that? Who wants a pair of sneakers costs three hundred dollars? Who wants a who wants a fancy suit that costs a thousand dollars of jewelry, right? And all that stuff don't mean nothing. But to have God calling us, sending us with a message, backing us up in our life, in creation, in time, and He would use us. Wow, what more will we want? Praise the Lord, right? Because our aim is too low, right? But when we look at high, we see how high he is lifted up. He's high and lifted up, right? right? We have Jesus Christ today speaking to us, right? And no one can stop us if we go out and proclaim the gospel. Matthew 28, right? 18 and 19. No one can stop us when we go out and proclaim the gospel. But you know what? If you go out and proclaim your own liberty and your own will, you can be stopped. Yeah. But when we go out and proclaim the good news and the gospel, we can't be stopped, right? We can't be moved because we've been sent by God as the messenger here in the city uh, to proclaim the gospel that the kingdom is coming. And this should be our message in the holiday seasons. Amen. And Jesus is the reason for our season. Amen.